And welcome back to the program, everyone. I am here with a very special guest, Mr. Bob Leroy, who is really the executive director of the Northwest or Seattle chapter of the Alzheimer's Association. So you are a very, very busy guy with all the things that are happening and all the good work that you do. Welcome to the program, Bob. Thank you very much. I'm so pleased to be here. Well, we're glad you're here because I heard as really startling statistic from a care manager not too long ago on the program that it is expected that now one out of every three senior deaths are related to Alzheimer's or dementia. And I am blown away by that statistic. That's correct. It, It really is nothing less than a public health epidemic. When you consider the number of people that are already touched by the disease and the number that we expect will be Uh, really within the next few years. The age wave is here. People are living Mm -hmm. longer, uh, and many of them are are living with Alzheimer's or other forms of dementia. And it blows my mind, Bob, to think that all the people around me that I love, that one out of every three of them are going to be afflicted, you know, with that disease. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I'm thrilled at, at so many breakthroughs that are happening. And it's our hope as you know, as baby boomers, that hopefully there'll be a lot more breakthroughs that will happen. And that's in part a lot to the work that the Alzheimer's Association does. And I'm so thrilled that there's organizations and resources that you guys have. And I know that we've had um, former Seahawk Joe Tafoya on the program. And Joe is amazing, but he told the story about his mom, which is so um, touching. Mm -hmm. And um, he talked about just how incredible you guys have been for him. Um, and, you know, he it was an emotional interview, and I could tell, you know, that's really been, you've been his support network. So well, thank you for that. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm so grateful for, for his support. Uh, as you know, he has a great deal of, of passion, and he's focusing a lot of energy uh, on spreading the word. And, and you yes, know, that's terribly important for us because there are so many people that, that need us well, and that, it's that also, don't know. Yeah, and it's also something that a lot of times you have a loved one that has Alzheimer's or dementia, but you don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. It's like almost been a badge of shame for some people. You know, like I don't want to talk about my, or, you know, have my mom around somebody because it's embarrassing. And the courage that it has taken for a public figure like Joe, who is out in the community and has done so much for the community, to bring his story um, public, it's been so amazing for so many people to be able to talk about it. Well, it's an act of love and an act of courage. There is still a great deal of stigma associated with the disease. It is, after all, a form of mental illness. Right. Uh, what we are seeing, though, is that as more and more people are being touched, more and more people are are interested, willing, even anxious to come forward with their questions and their concerns looking for help. Absolutely. And, you know, I'm sure you guys have amazing resources when it comes to prevention or do studies like information that comes out that people can get a lot of information from your organization. Well, we do offer a great deal of information. I will tell you that, that sadly, although the state of the science is very exciting, uh, we do not have any means to effectively treat or prevent uh, or cure the disease. And so yeah. uh, for us, it's really about helping people understand that it isn't about dying from Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. It's about living with Alzheimer's. And there are a number of things that can be done 
uh, in the good company of loved ones and organizations like sure. ours to preserve quality of life for yes. a longer period of time. Absolutely. And I and I um, can imagine also that you support the caregivers of, of those that are taking care of those with their, with Alzheimer's. Absolutely. A big part of our work is focused on caregivers, about 70 to, in some communities, even 80% of whom are unpaid family members. Yep, yep. Well, I was one of them. <laughs> yeah. I remember back in the day taking care of my mom, and I was so concerned about getting everything right. Mm-hmm. And she was talking to a nurse, and the nurse asked her a question, and she totally said the wrong thing. And I, so immediately I corrected my mom and the nurse was very nice. She took me aside and she said, Suzanne, <laughs> uh, the truth at this point in their life is pretty much irrelevant. You don't worry about that. Honestly, I, I think one of the most difficult things for loved ones who are mm-hmm. caregivers is taking logic out of the conversation. You, right. You just have to find a way to be where your loved one is. So. You know, we're using these terms dementia and Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. Is, you know, we, I know there's a difference, but can you explain to everyone what is actually the difference between the two? Well, if you think of dementia as a kind of umbrella term for a category of symptoms, uh-huh. uh, all of which impact one's ability to live and function normally. Right. Alzheimer's is the most prevalent form of dementia, but there are probably over 70 different uh, identified forms of dementia. Uh, Oftentimes, and we're seeing more and more of this, people will have more than one form of dementia. For example, Parkinsonian dementia, the Uh the, the hybrid of Parkinson's disease and Alzheimer's dementia are becoming, um, is becoming more common. Well, and what I've noticed too with seniors, and I'm sure there's been a lot of studies, is whenever there's a chemical imbalance with a senior, whether it's depression, Mm -hmm. whether it is uh, UTI, mm-hmm. um, symptoms of dementia can escalate. I, I'm sure. So it's it's obviously there's got to be some link to the chemical balance of. Uh, is that right? Yes, we're still exploring uh, those possibilities. One thing I will say in terms of of dementias and Alzheimer's dementia is that we believe it's so very, very important to seek out and obtain an accurate diagnosis because some dementias are treatable. Some of sure. them, as you suggest, uh, may be a function of an infection or an adverse reaction right. to drugs. Yeah, so, drugs too, absolutely. So it's very, very important for, for folks uh, if they have concerns and reason to believe that there may be some form of dementia developing to to go to a doctor and get an appropriate diagnosis. And we are talking today here with Mr. Bob Leroy from the Seattle chapter of the Alzheimer's Association. And um, Bob, I am really interested. You oversee basically the Washington State area. Is that correct? Actually, all of Washington as well as northern Idaho. Oh, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about our area. Um, How is dementia and Alzheimer's really affected? you know, our population. Well, Alzheimer's disease is currently the third leading cause of death in Washington state. So it is, it is a very significant problem and challenge. We estimate that here in Washington, there are, are, are about 110,000 people uh, living with Alzheimer's or other forms of dementia. And we were talking about caregivers earlier. Uh, on average, there are at least three caregivers uh, involved in the care of, of each individual with dementia. So we're talking about uh, 350,000 
caregivers, again, most of whom are unpaid family members. But here's here's the, the really disturbing thing. We expect those numbers to triple by mid-century. So we're not that far away from, from having a million people in our state that are either living with some oh form of dementia word. or caring for someone. That blows my with mind. One of those diseases. That blows my mind. Yeah. And it terrifies me. It's like, are we really, as a society, when you really think about it, um, nobody wants to talk about it. And, 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 you know, everybody kind of like goes on with their life. And we, you know, are we prepared as a society to deal with a million people down the road? And we're really not. There's well, not a lot you, of education if, except for you. <laughs> well, and if you, if you take it across the country, uh, we, we could see as many as 16 million uh, people in, in the United States My by mid-century word. living with the disease. So, no, we're not prepared. Uh, I'm encouraged, though, uh, at, at the pace with which uh, information and education is being made available, at the pace mm-hmm. of the research, at the momentum that we're seeing, uh, particularly in the federal government, to drive more money to Alzheimer's research. Oh, yes. You know, Alzheimer's among the chronic diseases is really the newest uh, and if you look at the history of other chronic diseases and the way this country has dealt with them, we, we think a lot about um, how how the country dealt with cancer in the mm-hmm. 50s, for example. Sure. You know, if you if you if you had cancer in the 50s, the chances were about 50 50 that your doctor would tell you. Oh my Ironically enough, that's about the, the same odds that your doctor would tell you today that you have Alzheimer's. And, and part of the reasoning is the same. There's not enough that can be done. In the 50s, cancer couldn't be cured. Uh, today, Alzheimer's can't be cured. Mm-hmm. But if we look at the history of Alzheimer's, uh, I'm sorry, of cancer treatment and cancer research over yes. the last 50 years, it's, it's really very exciting. We're seeing declining death rates in several different kinds Absolutely of cancer we are. today. So, you know, we're hopeful that if we can maintain the trajectory around concern and awareness, information, education, money for research, um, that it won't be that that far down the road when we'll actually, you'll have a chance to interview the first Alzheimer's survivor. That's amazing. So, Bob, what does the Alzheimer's Association here, obviously you have a an, just an overwhelming challenge here. But what do you do for families? You know, we, we reach and serve families in a variety of ways. We, we have an extraordinary uh, service, uh, telephone service. It's a helpline. It's available 24-7. It is staffed by master's level uh, clinicians. Uh, and, and, and honestly, they get, they get uh, calls ranging from, um, I, my husband can't seem to balance the checkbook, to... Yeah. My mom got lost on the way home from the grocery today. Uh, How can you help us? Is there a support group in my in my neighborhood? Can can you help us find a doctor or a clinic? (laughs) Um, It's overwhelming, isn't it? I I remember vividly a call from a a, a woman at at literally three fifteen in the morning, Mm -hmm. saying, "I can't get my husband out of the bathtub. What you know? What can I do?" So. The the helpline is is really a, a a gateway. What a resource to to a number of services and supports that are available through us. We also have a great deal of information on our website. That's great. Uh, so we want to try to begin the process of 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 helping people understand 
that there is help, there is hope. They're not by any means in this alone. There's a you know this from your own experience. There's this there's particular loneliness that comes right. upon a caregiver when you just who who prepares for this yeah. really. So how do we reach you, Bob? So uh, you can reach us. I, I mentioned our helpline. That number is eight hundred two seven two thirty nine hundred. Eight hundred two seven two. 3900. And what is your website? Our website is www.alzwa, stands for Alzheimer's Washington, dot mm-hmm. org. A-L-Z-W-A.org. Thank you so much for being on the show today. You're very welcome. Hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform.